Welcome, this is the Effective Challenge Podcast, where you'll find ideas, thoughts and observations about how to improve your version of the Effective Challenge. If you've got any thoughts, observations, ideas, uh, really like to hear your feedback, drop me a line at damien at effectivechallenge.com. And now, here is the latest episode. Welcome to the Effective Challenge podcast. Uh, I really hope you've had a, a cracking week. Thanks to those of you that provided feedback on episode twenty-six, uh, episode all about you know how sometimes we can get in our in our own way. One person asked uh, a, a question that I thought might be relevant to, to some others. So in in the in the cast, I talked about a number of ways that we can use to help us become a bit more present uh, and one of the elements around that was was around breathing and and the question that somebody asked was uh, are there particular breathing techniques they should be should they should be following um, as they tried to do some and they're not they wasn't entirely sure they were they were getting it right so so I thought there might be some other people that that this might relate to so uh, here, here goes so so firstly don't overthink this. Um, I think sometimes uh, people can get get too hooked up in in particular techniques around breathing. This is you know don't don't lose sight of what the overall goal of this particular approach is, which is which is about just bringing yourself more into the here and now than than kind of thinking unhelpfully about some event from the past or the future. So, so um, yeah, so don't overthink it. Uh, there are a, a range of different techniques. I mean, just do a search on on Google, or or perhaps on on YouTube, and and you'll certainly find a, a whole host of of different individual uh, talking about the the techniques they prefer. And and some are some of the some lay claim that they are more effective for for achieving certain things. One that that I've certainly uh, used myself, and one that I've heard. Uh, referenced in in a number of, of different settings is is something they call the the box breathing technique. Uh, certainly used in a wide wide range of settings, actually, um, from you know from the military, special forces, right the way through to you know uh, some coaching courses, uh, some coaching uh, approaches that support people with calming calming down the nerves before interviews. Uh, yeah, certainly that th- they they dip into the box breathing technique to, to help with that. So, so what is the box breathing technique? I mean, there's nothing overly fancy about this. Um, it's simply, you know, just you know, if it helps, close your eyes. But but you don't have to do that. Um, breathe in through your nose for four seconds. Hold that breath for four seconds. Then breathe out slowly for four seconds hold for four seconds and repeat and you know there's nothing more to it than that you know I find 
sort of between five to ten cycles of the of the, of the box uh, yeah, can can be really helpful in terms of bringing bringing my own thinking back to the to the here and now. Um, th- there's certainly illustrations of that on YouTube. You know, I'll put a link in the show notes to to one that that perhaps might be might be helpful so that's just a a, a follow-up to the previous episode and a, a question that somebody posed around around breathing okay so moving on uh, an announcement uh, over the last couple of years I've I've run uh, resilience workshops for, for a number of organizations and um, you know in those workshops we, we cover a whole range of different topics uh, uh, you know, from looking at our personal foundations, uh, looking at some of the the challenges that that we may find in our own environment that impacts on our resilience, and also you know some of the the choices we make for how we spend or don't spend our time, and and the impact that 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 can have on resilience. Uh, I really enjoy delivering those. Um, they they tend to be uh, really interactive sessions with with people actually doing quite a lot of sharing about some of the the things that that they face and and we as a as a group kind of work through you know approaches that 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 could be experimented with that can be considered to to help. Um, and I was talking, I bumped into someone who who'd done one of those workshops a, a while ago now and they were asking me if if I ever do the workshops for the more the, for the general public so so not for organizations um, because they had a friend who who was talking to them and uh, they were keen to to kind of improve or uh, certainly learn and understand a bit more about what what resilience is and and perhaps how they can can tap into that um, and and that got me thinking, and uh, that got me thinking to the point where I'm working now on developing a plan where I'll be bringing together a, a workshop that will be open to everyone. So so if that's something that is of interest to you, and you're you're up for investing some uh, some of your own time and perhaps uh, energy and and yeah, I guess some money uh, into your own development, then uh, then watch out. There there'll be details coming over the coming weeks, both in the podcast but also um, on social media. Uh, or if you know if you if you want to drop me a line, uh, that that that's cool too. Uh, that is cool too. Uh, so drop me a line to Damien at effectivechallenge dot com. That's Damien. At effectivechallenge.com. Okay, so this particular episode, uh, O to the Q, promoted from within. So I, I sort of signalled. Uh, a number of weeks ago now that I would be taking questions from from people who listen to the podcast and picking out some uh, that hopefully might be of relevance to to other people and I'd, I'd describe that as as a sort of q and a i i'm I'm reserving the right to change my view on that so uh, and here's why so answers uh, that that seems that seems a bit over the 
overly ambitious in some ways. Uh, you know, you, you can ask me a question. I, you know, quite frankly, I'm not going to know the full detail. I'm certainly, uh, as in the question today, not going to know all the people involved. So I'm changing that to uh, O, the 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 A to to an O. So these are my observations to the question that you ask. And uh, it's up to you uh, about you know, what you take away from those observations. Hopefully there is, of course, something of, of real benefit. So, what, so what's the question? So, so this one comes from a, a lady called Kelly. Kelly uh, works in the finance sector. Her question is this. I'm working in a team of seven and I've just been promoted to lead the team. I'm worried that I'll struggle to make the step up without losing the good relationships that I have with my colleagues. Any help gratefully received. Um, so, so Kelly's question is, 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 is a great one and certainly one that that's not the first time I've been asked that actually. Um, and you know that, that can be quite a daunting prospect when uh, as an individual we get promoted from within a team. So you know, on one day uh, a bunch of people are, are your peers uh, and then those people uh, you have an expectation that, that you're going to lead them in, in, in some way so yeah that, that is a, a step up um, firstly my observation would be you know just just the word around worrying um, you know if we, whatever you can you know stop the worrying um, chances are that's that really isn't going to be that productive and and help with the situation in actual fact chances are through worry we we have the increase the chance of, of, of making things um, worse for ourselves rather than than better so so here are a few more specific observations about the situation you face um, I think the first thing to do is to really acknowledge both for yourself, but also, and I'll come on to this in, in a moment, but also for the people inside the team, that the situation has changed uh, and certain parts of, of the relationship you've, you've had with people um, will, will need to evolve. Um, uh, I've seen examples where people have tried to, to carry on and... And I think that that just sets up problems for further down the track because inevitably there are, are going to be a different set of expectations from, from people, both both the people in the team, um, uh, the, the, you yourself, Kelly, and, and also the, your, your kind of line management and uh, wider and wider organisation. So there's a different set of expectations uh, because... Because there's a new reality, and the new reality is you're the leader. Um, so yeah, that's the first thing. Just to really acknowledge that, yeah, the situation that you are in needs to to change and evolve. I'd encourage you to 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 take a little bit of time to reflect, to consciously step back and think about how you personally might need to change. Uh, I'd encourage. I've certainly a model I've used um, on the podcast previously uh, something I call best uh, and it's it's just a, a more of a, a framework just to ask yourself some questions really and and best 
is is an acronym that 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 stands for uh, your behaviours, the environment, the skills, and uh, the how you and your time. So in this scenario, I guess you'd be uh, considering what behaviours you've got that you perhaps need to adjust and change, and your you know say trust your instinct on on much of much of that and you know what behaviors that you might need to think about um introducing perhaps developing and and that's you know i guess i should have said at the beginning of this little segment around best is this is a great place to begin to develop your own development plan for the uh for the coming period so moving on for for the environment. So the environment has changed. You're you're now kind of leading this group of people. But what else about the environment might you need to consider? Um, you know what 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 sort of leader do you want to be? You know how much uh, uh, is the expectation from the people that you're working with around the objectives that need to be set? How the performance of the team will be managed? How the performance of individuals will be managed? As I said at, at, at the beginning of this, you know, I don't know the specific circumstances and you know, some of this stuff very often is laid out in sort of corporate uh, appraisal systems. But in my experience, both personally and working with other organisations, there's always latitude for the leader to interpret the corporate system about how that wants to be. That shapes the environment. So, so have a think about, about that and, and how that could apply. Uh, even down to things like team meetings and how you'd like to run them. That's a part of the environment. And, uh, you know, it, it's a broad subject. So, uh, you know, think about environment in its most literal sense. Skills. So some of the skills that you've you've had probably will continue to stand you in good stead. But inevitably, you're, you're probably going to need some some different skills that you might need to enhance or or develop from from scratch and just doing your skills audit would be really beneficial and then the final element of this how you're spending your time so you know uh, something that can very often be the case when people take on a, a, a new leadership position is not allowing enough space enough enough of their own capacity to think about how the team how you like the team to be working how you'd like the team to to run how you'd like to invest uh, your time and energy into in working with the team members and helping them you know draw out more of, of, of their potential so inevitably that that involves making some adjustments uh, for for your work day uh, and you know thinking about how that that will happen um, you know it won't happen by osmosis will be my guess so you know you need to probably take some deliberate interventions uh, to adjust how you you spend your time so there's four areas a quick canter through there uh, and you know hopefully that gives you some food for thought um, the next kind of area I'd move on to is you know get, get getting beyond yourself so involve other people in this transition certainly talk to your own line management about their expectations of, of you and the team, you know, direction that they'd like to, to, to see the team head in, perhaps some, some more specific adjustments. 
that they would like to see happen and, and also the time frame that they're expecting some of those changes to happen that that that's always a, been a fruitful conversation uh, whenever I've engaged in that with with my own line management over the years and then of course you know there's there's the other people that that have been your peers the team themselves I think I think there's a role here for taking a two-step approach so I would I would certainly sit down with each of them I mean you've you've not got that many people in the team so you can afford to invest some time uh, for an individual you know one-to-one conversation uh, and at the end of that you'll have be able to form uh, an opinion but but hold that lightly and bring the whole group together and and have a, have a group discussion. I definitely encourage you to do it in that order rather than the group discussion and then individual. Uh, I think it can it can take a little bit of pressure off of you if you understand the challenges that the individuals are, are currently facing. Some of that you might already know. Some of that some of that you might have been shielded from. Uh, so um, so yeah, that's that's an important part to play. And then when you're in that group discussion, you know, really spend a bit of time thinking about your your team way of working. You might already have something like that. So if, if that's the case, then then bring it out and let have a look at it. Perhaps elements of it will need a will need a refresh. But if that's something that you haven't consciously thought about as a group, that can be really powerful uh, in terms of um you know, uh, setting some expectations, uh, understanding where uh, different people might be coming from, uh, uh, g- generally building a level of trust and openness, and sometimes that can take a bit of bit of time and and, and effort. That's that's I wouldn't suggest that's a given by any stretch of the imagination. But if you've got that way of working, that gives you that gives you a kind of blueprint of of how you'll manage things moving forward. Uh, as part of that way of working discussion, I would I would definitely get out on the table uh, and encourage uh, some time to consider. You know, very often when people do ways of working discussions, they come up with quite an ideal way of working. You know, I've certainly seen this on uh, in in kind of workshops that that, that I've run for different people. Um, and you know, over the years, workshops I've been involved as as a participant, you know, you create a quite idealistic version of the world, uh, and you know, inevitably, you know, life's gonna come at you a little bit thicker and faster than you you might ideally like. So, there's a really good probability you'll fall short of that standard that you're setting yourselves. So, spend a little bit of time thinking about, okay, so. Inevitably, we're going to fall short. How are we going to deal with the conflict that that might that that might generate? Um, and then the final final element of, of that sort of session as a group is um, consider, you know, formally, how often do you need to check in with each other about how the way of working is serving you? Uh, and, you know, all too often we can find that you know, we slip into to, to bad habits. So having some uh regularly agreed period where you'll review the team not necessarily the activity and the the specifics the actual execution of the team uh you know the 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 things that you're delivering of course you'll need to do that but do that separately more about the team function you know how you're getting on what's the relationships like what is the trust like and i think if you if you set that up from the outset 
then chances are that just becomes a way of working. So, you know, you don't then find yourself as a leader when things have perhaps gone a bit bit awry, things have started to go off the rails, that it feels odd and alien for people to, to be coming together. It, if you're doing it on a regular basis, it just becomes a part of, of the way the team operate. So, you know, to, to recap, there's a bit here around you and your your approach. There's something about your line management and the organization's expectations of you and your team. And then there's the conversation and, and developing the way of working uh, for the team with with the individuals. The final point I want to make is 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 perhaps the most important. And that's why I've left it until last so even before you get to thinking about, you know, your behaviours and the environment you're operating in, you know, if you're going to be the best leader, you need to be looking after yourself first as an individual. And it's it's all too often where people, um, when they take on a new role, particularly if, if it's on promotion and it, it's got some challenges, that some of the real basic things... Uh, about our our own performance and our foundations tend to get put 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 second. Uh, so things like you know, yeah, these are really basic. But eating properly, drinking properly, getting enough rest. Um, you know, it, it very often we can find uh, when we've got pressures on us and lots of extra demands. Maybe we start working a, the odd extra hour here and there into the evening. You know, without without that being managed very it's all too easy to be find that being commonplace and that's the only way you can get through your workload and then you know as, as the pressures start to mound even further then you're encroaching on the weekends that's that's a, a real recipe for disaster because uh, it really doesn't scale so so thinking about your rest and and how you're going to manage that i think um, is definitely worth your time and effort and just thinking about you know physically and mentally how you're looking after yourself uh, you know, managing your emotions, um, you know, all too easy to get caught out uh, and then find, you know, further down the track that we end up, you know, either falling physically or, or mentally poorly. So so that really is, you know, saving the best to last as far as I'm concerned. Make sure you are looking after yourself and getting your basics in place um, because then you just put yourself on the right foundations to be the best leader for the team that I'm sure you want to be. I hope, I hope there's some decent ideas in there, Kelly. Um, you know, please, uh, you've you've got my details. Obviously, um, you know, do drop me a line uh, if any of that uh, hasn't made sense or you'd you'd like a little bit more explanation. And that goes to anybody else, actually. So, um, as I say, I I don't know the specifics of Kelly's situation. I certainly don't know the characters uh, in in Kelly's team. Uh, so you know, but that's a reasonably uh, generic approach that you can apply to to any situation where you find that you're being promoted from within. And in actual fact, you know, some of those bits, particularly the last element around looking after yourself, that applies no matter what your role is, uh, whether that's promoted from within, or you know, working within a team, or you know, being an entrepreneur working on your own. Um, you know, looking after yourself first is is something that I, I'd consider to be utterly paramount okay as always listen i'm interested in your feedback drop me a line damien at effectivechallenge.com that's damien spelled d-a-m-i-a-n at effectivechallenge.com 
if you've found some benefit or you think there's somebody else that that maybe uh, would get benefit from the podcast i'd be really grateful if you could share i want to increase the impact of the effective challenge podcast in 2020 Uh, so yeah just share with one person that would be utterly fantastic i think that's it for this episode until next week um i hope you keep working at your version of the effective challenge and that you'll be really well. Bye for now.